As global demand for meat outstrips supply, its inevitable food manufacturers, as well as consumers, will look to cheaper alternatives that are just as nutritious. I'm Nicholas Robinson for Food Manufacture, and to find out what role alternative proteins might play in the future, I met with Innova Market Insights Director of Innovation, Luan Williams, at Health Ingredients Europe in Amsterdam. As the global food system is relying more and more on meat, but there's less of it, what are we going to see from alternative proteins? Oh, it's a hot area. Just a couple of examples that, well, we have uh, a product made from mealworms here on our stand. It's a sandwich spread made with tomatoes and 7% mealworms, which is being sold in supermarkets in Belgium. There's also been a schnitzel on the market. We also have some bars that are made with cricket flour. I think these are far away in terms of mainstream, so I'm not saying that these are mainstream products, but they're creeping into the consumer's minds anyway. I know that even the children's news has covered it, and my kids came home from school talking about the products and gave me this big song and dance about how Dutch consumers are not prepared but Belgians are. I remember I did a snacks webinar about three years ago and somebody asked me about meat snacks and I didn't think too much about it at that moment but that's another product that we have. Look at beef jerky. It used to be a very American thing. It was one of those horrible greasy things that you bought in every gas station in the 1970s in the U.S. and now beef jerky has become an alternative protein as well as a different kind of snack. But I think also looking at protein ingredients there's also in the new product zone there is uh, chicken protein and it's kind of been converted into a tasteless powder but that can be used why not have a chicken protein bar? I know that there's an American company, IDF, that's also looking at these types of applications as well. So everything's on the table now. If you look at whey, of course, been a big application for baby milk for a long time, but now you're seeing it also jump into different categories. We've even seen cheese products made with very high quality and high protein content whey product. Now everyone is looking for what can you do with protein, but I think in terms of things like insects, you mentioned meat. Well, why shouldn't it be the mainstream feed for all these animals that need to be turned into meat? So It's certainly one of the most interesting areas to analyze because we're seeing communication about the type of protein, the source of the protein, the quality of the protein we think will be the next development in terms of what's happening in protein. What about plant-based proteins? There are only two major plant-based proteins that come to mind for me. That's soya and corn's mycoprotein, the, the fungus. How much more scope is there for development in that sector? Oh, pea protein is the other one. Huge. Pea protein has enjoyed a lot of success. It's cheaper than a lot of the other proteins, so it had an advantage from that point of view. But there's a lot of proteins. There's, I mean, gluten is a plant protein that people, it's kind of been dissed by the whole gluten-free thing, but gluten is a very important source of protein. Rice protein. So there's a lot of other plant-based proteins that are also at different stages of development, but there's huge interest in every single kind of protein right now. What sort of role would plant-based proteins play in our diets in the future? Really the same as soy has played for many years look at what's happening with meat alternatives. So a lot of those are plant protein, but you're seeing a lot of products that are being made from soy protein, from pea protein especially. But I think it has a lot to do with availability. I mean, there's been shortages of pea protein in the U.S. and a lot of people worrying about that. So then that turns the attention to, well, what other kind of proteins are there? Rice protein is starting to really gain traction in Europe as well because there are some consumers who don't want soy. So I think you're going to see it kind of jump out of these more niche type of categories and move into the more mainstream applications. Luan Williams, thank you for your time. I'm Nicholas Robinson for Food Manufacture.